Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Middle Falls Christian Center. And you may rest your legs for a moment and be ready to run forward in the rest of the time. This is the fire conference. Are you glad the time is there? This is one of the most exciting times of the new year when men and women of God come and fill the church like now in the evening and fill the church in the morning, in the first service, fill the church in the second service. And the people are here. And Maud said there's a beautiful flow with the Holy Spirit in this place. But this is the week of fire. This is the week where God's going to change life. This is the week of the destructions of shackles and burdens and heavy, heavy luggage that people have been. In Afrikaans say, Ye sleep goed Dragging things with you, ball and chain, trying to progress in life. Let go of this world. You're not on your way to the world. You're on your way to heaven above. Before I get into the portion and I don't want to minister long because I've got a lot of people here and we want to minister to the people. But to say this to you, it's the fire conference. The fire of God. We wish to restore the flame of the Holy Spirit in your heart like the very first day that you said, Jesus, come into my life. And you felt the difference. And you were excited and you were inspired. God will restore you in this week. Can you say amen? amen? This is the week that God has set aside for us to get this year going in the right direction. Now I've just said here, the fire of God brings blessing and inspires and draws you heavenward. But then again, the fire of hell, there's gravitation to that. People walk like that, eyes on the world. Eyes on the world, eyes on the world, always looking down, never looking up, eyes on the world, monitoring the world, monitoring this, monitoring that, all the time, anxiety, they don't even think. What is your prevailing thoughts? I want you to stop for a moment tonight and I wanna ask you a question, you alone can answer it before God. What is your prevailing thought every week, every day? If you say the average thing that I put most attention on is this. And I tell you now, if the Lord is not in that, then you're going in the wrong direction. For Babylon will fall. I said Babylon will fall. The system of Babylon is about to be destroyed. There is a crack in the dam of the wall. The river, the dam bursting is just about upon the planet as far as the financial systems of the world are concerned. And it's very clear to me, they're already dripping through the damn wall, like it's a big dam with all the funds and the finances of the world. For change must come now. For the Lord over the next nine years will bring about change, different from the church. The church will draw closer and they will receive the fire. But the people of the world will be struck by something that will develop at an alarming rate. Over the next couple of years, the system of the beast will start unfolding. Over the next couple of years, people will talk of all kinds of sicknesses. They are already talking about the fact that there's a new virus that they expect this year that'll be 20 times stronger than the coronavirus. They're already threatening and talking about these things. But you are of God, little children, and have overcome them. For greater is He that is in you than He who is in this world. God gives you health. God gives you strength. God gives you everything that you want. Shout hallelujah. The fire of hell has got a gravitational pull. They walk like this and say here in front of me, there's like a cliff. 
They walk like this, walk like this, walk like this, walk like this, and then they go down. That gravitation takes them all the way down to another destination nobody wants to go to. Hell has been prepared for the devil and his angels. Hell has been prepared for the devil and his angels and not for God's people. So that gravitation is there. If you put your prevailing thoughts on that, it's good. You need to focus. Right, Tatu? You need to focus on what you're doing up for you. You've got to do your work. You've got to do your work. But let your work not be your mindset. Let your work not be your prevailing thoughts. Put Jesus in there. Begin to pray. This is the week of the fast. This is the week when people commit their lives to the Lord. This is the week that God could change your future for you. The fire of God, on the other hand, inspires and draw you heavenward. Everybody say heavenward. Okay? Upward. The Bible is very clear. There's one thing I do. I press on towards the goal of the upward calling of God, our Savior, and the Lord Jesus Christ. He's coming with the clouds. The Lord is coming again. The Lord is coming again. All the people who are students of the eschatology, which is the end time studies of the Bible, 27% of this book, I've spent my life on it. They all concur that the coming of Jesus now is at any time. So there's a history for the church ahead and there's the fire of Babylon ahead for the world system. You can choose the door of life. Jesus said, I am the door. Nobody else, nobody, no religion, no other practice, nothing will get you to heaven except faith in the Son of God who died for you on the cross, paid with His blood for your sins and brought you into a covenant with Him. So the just shall live by faith. They shall walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. I want to say this to you, and I see it when I literally speed read news. And I see it. Only certain things have attracted my attention. It's significant. Then I memorize and I close it. And I take note of that and I close it. And the fact of the matter is it takes me five minutes and through it all. And then after that, don't want to know about it. For the rest of the day, I've got my eyes on Jesus Christ. I'm a servant of the Most High God. I belong to Him and I serve Him. And that's why we are here. There's a history to this place. This is the place of the fire of the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? Give God a good praise offering right now. What I want to say is that world news, my dear friend, well, you know, you don't know what that politician, it's an Afrikaans word, an Afrikaans name, Pete Pompey's had to say. You know, he said, oh, you know, this is going to go down. And then that's going to go down. And there is a thing go wrong there. Oh, you know, how low can you go? Well, there's gravitation there. You put your eyes on that stuff, you will go and you'll find that stuff begins to control your brain. Your whole mind will be set on that and you'll panic with the rest of the world. But the body of Christ will not panic in this hour because God's bringing the spirit of faith and the power upon God's people and He'll baptize you. He will baptize you. It is written with the Holy Spirit and with fire and you'll be inspired. You'll have revelation knowledge and this period of time from now till Wednesday night and next Sunday, I'll be dealing with the various aspects of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now, let's go to the book of, of um, Exodus chapter number 19. I think I must go to that. And after that, I'll just make a few comments and just leave that for a moment, anything else. And so here we have in Exodus 19 and the 14th verse. So Moses went down from the mountain to the people and sanctified. In other words, he set them apart to the Almighty God for his guidance, for his blessing, for his inspiration, for his protection, for his provision, for his enlightenment of how to live life so that the Lord would sustain you. Even the shoes on their feet would not wear out. The clothes that they wore would not wear out. They were a nation totally blessed by God. And the Bible says, so the Lord went down from the mountain to the people and sanctified the people. And they even washed their clothes. 
It's a thing I believe in. Whenever I come to church, the first thing I do is I want fresh, clean clothes on. Fresh, all together. They washed their clothes because they had a meeting with God. Because they had a meeting with God. Some people struggle 20 years later and they still go, well, you know, I'm so nervous, you know, about these times that we're in, you know, this country and all the things that are happening. <sighs> Praise the year. Hallelujah. And he said to the people, be ready for the third day. Three days from now, says the Lord. I will come and visit with, with you. Do not come near your wives. Then it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain. And the sound of the trumpet was very loud so that all the people who were in the camp started trembling. And Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God. How's that for you? To meet with God. And they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke because the Lord had descended upon it in fire. Where you see the fire, God shows up. Where God shows up, there's always fire. On the day of Pentecost, God descended in the fire upon the people's heads. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and with power. No man there in Jerusalem would remain the same after that. The Lord descended upon it in the fire and its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace at Wint. We heard that of the furnace in Babylon this morning with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the whole mountain quaked greatly. Take a look at this image. I just found that there. And this is very much close to the whole thing. It says the whole mountain was engulfed with fire and there was smoke. And God spoke there from that fire, spoke to the people. They heard the voice of the Lord coming to them through the fire. Later on, we're going to deal with that one. That's very important to us. Now, when the blast of the trumpet sounded very long and came louder, it became louder and louder. Moses spoke and God answered him by voice. I tell you, that was a place of an earthquake there. Then the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mountain and the Lord called Moses, called Moses from the top of the mountain and Moses went up. If we go a little bit further to uh, chapter number 20 and here we see again after the 10 commandments was given. Now all the people, verse number 18 in 20, 18 and 20. Now all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning, the flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and they stood afar off. And they said to Moses, you speak with us and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. And then the Lord says something here. And, and Moses in verse 20 talks to the people. And Moses said to the people, do not fear for God has come to test you that his fear may be upon you and before you so that you may not sin. Again, God has come to test you and that his fear may be before you and so that you may not sin. I want to tell you, it is so important that we understand that God moves in fire. When it becomes a relationship with God of intimacy, that fire is completely different. It's the fire of God's love. If it's your zeal to be in the house of the Lord as tonight, it's because of your love for God, God's love for you that draws you here. It's because people have been praying. Saturday morning, it's like a church service in this place. A lot of people here. And we're praying and we recorded that. We played it for the people. They may know what's going on in this place. There is a reason that God's fire is burning in our midst, but it does not consume God's people because God has saved you by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Because of that, you are here. But at the same time, the Bible says that our God is a consuming fire. Now, what does the word consuming fire mean? 
That means something that completely, it's like when you're eating food, you're consuming food. You're taking it into your system. It's, it's, you're consuming it. Now, when God's fire is unleashed against his enemy, he completely, all those enemies, consumes his enemies. Because what was there is no more there. And as the word of the Lord came to me, he says, I'm about to do away with all this ungodliness on this planet. I'm about to do away with all these people that are captured with ungodliness. The unfolding of which the next couple of years, but at the same time, the glory of the Lord that is within us. He said in these words in the book of uh, Haggai, I think it is, he says, I'll be a wall of fire around Jerusalem and my glory shall be within. In Psalm 138, he speaks these words. He says, you hem me in from before and behind and you put your hand over me. It's like I'm here and I'm moving in that direction from before and behind and your hands or where would I go without your spirit? Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I even flee from your presence? If I go to the lowest parts of the, sur of the sea, you're there. If I go to the top of the mountains, you are there. No matter where I go, you hem me in from before and behind and you put your hand over me, you cover me. I move through this life. Tonight, the theme is God's protection of His holy fire upon your life. But it's gonna take a little bit of more commitment from all of us. Hence the Daniel fast. Hence the fact that the fire brings, comes down upon those that fast and pray. I can remember in the early years of this ministry, before this church was here, you are a result, you are a result of prayer and fasting. You're here tonight. This building stands here tonight because of prayer and fasting. I caught the flame. I caught it properly. Now I noticed something very important. And I'm going to just quickly move through it because, as I said, I want to minister. In those early years, I would fast water. And I would fast for a period of time. Then I would stop and I would go on with life. And I would do what I had to do. And then I'd start fasting again. And then I would match it with a lot of prayer. And then I would stop again and I would move forward. At one stage, I said to the people, I will be away from you for about six weeks. And I will not be with you in this period of time. Pray for me, I'll pray for you. And there came all kinds of reports from people that said, Pastor, in your period of separation, this and that and the other has, 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 has been very negative and it, it could possibly, you know, you need to come back now before there's any damage at the church. And the Lord said, stay with me. I'll take care of that. And he did that. He took care. On the night I returned, after being away from the church in that period of personal separation to give birth to this ministry, I remember the church was packed like now. From corner to corner, the people were ready for God. Now something which is very important. I don't know. Uh, if it is unique to any person because, you know, Kenneth Hagin used to teach that there's a different anointing, what he called in um, the book of Hebrews chapter number two, the merimnau, which means distributions of the Holy Spirit. There is the word gifts is merimnau, which, which is like distributions to one he gives this, to another the word of knowledge, to another word of wisdom, to another uh, tongues and interpretation of tongues, to another prophecy, to another faith, to another working of miracles, and, and to another the gifts of healings. But all these things work one and the self same spirit. 1 Corinthians 12 chapters number 4 to 8, where you read about these gifts as God gives you the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And um, I remember in those days that he said, you know, there's some, something about the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the fire that burns, the anointing flame on people's life. The anointing flame burns on the anointed. The anointing is based on another concept of olive oil that is smeared on the body. Wherewith somebody would be smeared with olive oil like the kings, they would be inaugurated from a flask or actually more from a horn of, of an animal that's dead, that's cut off and made a bottle of, and I got one of them, it's called the Keren at home, and they would pour that oil over the head of King David and anoint him like Samuel in the case of David. And uh, I, I, I noticed that in that period of time, I would pray, and I would not realize what on earth is going on out in the rest of the world. Shut my office, my study at home, 
we were not living where we live now, even a previous place, even a previous place, because we had to move through the years. I think we've all been part of that. I remember in those days that I came back, and I went into, uh, one night into the Bible school. It was early years. I'd planted a Bible school in 1986. And I remember in that time, there was a lady in the church, and uh, she was actually sitting at the Bible school. I remember her name was Jenny or Jennifer or something like that, or Jeanette. She was, she was a blonde woman, and uh, she just, you know, got up and ran. And she said, there's fire here. I'm busy burning. There's fire. I'm busy burning. Don't let that man pointing to me come near me because there's fire that's busy burning. Well, I'm minding my own business. I am building relationship with God of another level. It takes an effort to get there. But when you're there, you treasure to be there. And once you're there, you try to go to yet another level. Can you say amen? amen? And I remember that she ran away, but it's okay. So soon after that, there was another man. I think he's gone on to be with the Lord. He was called Yapi Volfart. He was, he was in the church. And uh, Yapi one night came, and he came for prayer at the church. And he said, you know, pray for me now. I got some whatever the hang-up was, whatever, whatever that affliction was. But, you know, I don't, normally I don't ask because God knows before you even come close to me. Before you even come close to me. He knows already. Sometimes he'll tell me, this one's got this, this one's got that. But many times you just, because you've been with God, now you're with the people, the power of God flows. The power of God flows. The anointing breaks the yoke, destroys the bad habits. Can you say amen? destroys bondage and addictions. All of those things must go. When Jesus comes in, the fire burns. The devil flees. There's one bad thing about that. The devil doesn't like that fire. He gets out of it right now. He just flees from this building. We've had that in that, those days, many days after that, even now. And so, you know what? I, I, I remember in that time that I was praying, that uh, I prayed for Yapi. And as I prayed for Yapi, he just began shaking. And he just stood there and he says, I'm burning. The whole top of my body is burning. And he walked out of the church like that. He was a burning man. He was a man on fire. He had received the fire of the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? And you know what? Whatever it was, he went home straight, fell on his knees, began to pray. He cleaned out his life before the Lord. And I remember that he came back to me and he said to me, I had that fire burning on me until I confessed it all, plus some more, plus anything else I could remember to confess. Ask God to forgive me and the fire left me and I'm back to normal and I'm as free as a bird out there under the heavens. I remember those days. It was a strange situation. And then I remember also, there was a little girl out there in Newcastle in a town. I'm not going to get into that story because it's, I don't want to talk the long story. I can get into great detail. But she came forward. She was targeting ministers that were preaching. And she thought she would tackle me that night. I'd spent the entire day in that pastor of the AFM church in Newcastle in his house in a room. Locked the door from the inside and prayed. The pastor and his wife both went out. I was alone in that house and I prayed the entire day. I walked up on the platform. I walked there, couldn't be bothered about food, couldn't be bothered about anything. At that point, you don't even think of water. You just stay there and you just go on praying. I'm praying in tongues at the top of my head, walking to the church. And this little girl that's been attacking ministers, well, they preach. And when she goes in there, she goes to attack them physically. She came running out. And before I could get to her, boom, she was down and the fire was burning her. I said, take her out of the church. The fire of God fell. Those demons cried. There was another man. He was in the church. He shouted. He screamed. He had the perfect voice of a woman. This man had the highest speech I've ever heard in a man. He screamed at the top. I thought it's a woman. Where's that woman screaming like that? It was a man. I went to him. I took a bottle of anointing oil and I threw the anointing. I said, this night the Lord set you free. The power of God hit him. He was burning. He was on the ground. In front of the whole church, he was, he was like a snake on the ground. He was hissing and he was sailing around. Yes, the power of God still works in the year 2024. Yes, the power of God still breaks the yoke. Yes, the anointing still breaks the yoke. Yes, the fire of God still burns. Yes, Jesus is alive. The fire, He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Can you say amen? 
Give the Lord a proper praise offering. Stand up quickly. Stand up, praise God. Come on, if you praise God, then praise God tonight in this place. Those people over there, come on. Praise the Lord. Praise God tonight. Shout hallelujah. I remember the fire that came down. In those days, there's a young policeman. I've told the story before. But this young policeman stood in front of me. And he was bound, I want to tell you. And they said, this guy is a karate expert. Be careful. It happened in Indonesia as well. I can never understand why these people would be scared of such a guy. How stupid is that now? He now knows karate. The other one in Indonesia and Jakarta, he knows kung fu. So what? He's got the spirit of the, of the whatever. He's got some sort of spirit of the white orchid or something. I don't know. Here he stands. His eyes are closed. He goes like this. Nobody wants to go there. You know, in that day, I'm a South African. I know rugby. I played rugby, man. You take him down. We took him down. And they dragged him out of the place to cast the demons out. And they baptized him. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Here stands this guy out here. When we were in the factory, he stands there now. He's... He's now a karate expert. Get to him, the power of God hits him. That man strikes the fire of God, or shall I say the fire of God comes upon him. His entire body burns and would not stop burning. He burnt and he burnt until then about midnight he cracked. And then he just didn't want to be the wrong way anymore in his life. Didn't want to do the wrong things. Didn't want the bad habits. Didn't want to be part of any form of perversion. He was repenting sackcloth and ashes. And at midnight, God saved the man. Can you say amen? amen? From there, he became a cell leader, had a wife and a family, and he was a good man at those days. I remember as a cell leader. I said, yeah, well, he's now a cell leader. I said, yeah, well, the demon's gone. I said, the demon's gone. When the demon's gone, people return to normal. I said, when the demons are gone, people return to normal. Amen? It's the fire of God. It's the baptism of fire. I'll tell you one little story about a woman that came to me. In those years, I was the chairman of the SABC Christian Society. And she said her husband, they lived here somewhere on the west, west ran near, I think, Horizon. And she came and she said, my husband's lying on a plank because of his back problem, whatever sort. He's lying on a straight plank. He's got agony. I said, well, just come here. And this little lady... Erika Kutsanosa, she was there, also in the Christian society. And I said, that, 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 that lady, bring her. She came to me, I, I thought, well, I tell you what, I'm not now going to go to your house, you know. But I tell you what, just give me your two hands. She gave me her two hands. I prayed on her two hands. There she was on the ground. Then she gets up finally. She's lay like dead. She gets up finally. She says, there's an angel. There's a warrior angel there. And he's guarding over you. And he's standing there. Here he is. Here he is. And everybody's looking there. And then she goes home after that. She's completely in another dimension. She goes home. Husband's lying on the plank there. Did you hear me, Dr. Malebu? Husband's on a plank. And, and she walks up and her hands are burning. And she goes, you know, with these, oh, I don't know what you call those machines. They shock her heart with it to get it going again. You know. Is her hands are just the same thing if it's full of the fire of the Holy Spirit. I said, the hands are better than it's full, with, and it's full of the fire of the Holy Spirit. The hands are much better if you're full of the Holy Spirit and fire. She went there to that man on the plank. She said to him, I must lay my hands on you. Boom! He gets off the plank. He's healed. Can you say amen? amen. I said, there's fire. There's power in the Holy Spirit. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus. There's power in the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit. Give the Lord a praise offering tonight in this place. Shout hallelujah. Just in case you want to fall asleep, just get up and praise God properly in this place right now. Come on, praise the Lord. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Praise and bless His holy name. Bless God forevermore. Can you say amen? amen. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What's the prevailing thought of you? What's the thing that you're thinking all the time? Moreover, what's the thing you're worried about most? To start off with, you shouldn't be worrying. If you're trusting in the Lord, you shouldn't be worrying. You should capture your thoughts. If you trust in the Lord, you should not be going like this. The fear of the Lord is a different story. The fire of God in the mountain, that's a different story. But if you trust in the Lord and He baptizes you in this week consecutively with the Holy Spirit and fire, you're going to fear nothing. Somebody said to me, you know, when I go home, I look over my shoulder, I think there's something following me. Come here in the name of Jesus, you tormenting spirit. Come out. Say amen. amen. Listen, by the way, we've got authority and power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy and nothing shall by no means harm us. Luke 10 verse 19. Can you give the Lord a praise offering for that also? Amen. Amen. So I saw many of those people it was quite a thing. We went through a season of that. At one woman, she's a doctorate in psychology. She wanted, she brought her patient to me, this young woman. Man, I tell you, they cast the demons out there. I had men there full of the Holy Spirit just said, you take over, you just do that thing. One man sat, sat on the other side of the table in my office, Bible school days. Sits just, he comes into my office, he's got a problem. Say, what's your problem? And he says, he begins with his whole story, spins his story. You know, he's spinning. He's just spinning. And I look at him, and I thought, you devil in this man. As I get out of, up, out of my chair, immediately I get up, and I walk towards him, and he goes, immediately. Well, he stayed, I stayed, the devil left. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. I said, 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 Jesus is Lord. Can you say amen? I said, Jesus is Lord. Stand up and say those words. Say, Jesus is Lord. Say it again, Jesus is Lord. Nobody can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Nobody can say Jesus is Lord except by the power of the Holy Spirit. Say, Jesus is Lord. Now give the Lord Jesus a praise offering because He is Lord of all. Shout, shout hallelujah. Okay. What's happened to the minstrels? At this point in time, I want every single pastor that have actually prayed up today. If you haven't prayed up as prescribed, being here like for the prayer meeting or whatnot, then I'm not talking to you. But if you've prayed up tonight, or you've prayed up at home and you were properly prayed up, please come to the platform. Every pastor and pastor's wife, come behind me, please. Give the Lord a praise offering for your servants. Now give the Lord another praise offering. I said the devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. Somebody say, Well, for your information, few days from 77 years old. Alive and well. Jesus is Lord. I said, Jesus is Lord. And if He's Lord of your life, He will fill you with His fire. And from that fire comes one of the greatest things that can happen to a man. I will cover it in this week too. When the spirit of revelation takes you into the prophetic dimension. I tell you, that meant so much to me. I'll get to that also. 
Amen. Do you love these people behind me? These are my pastors. And they take care of every aspect of the flock. And I'm proud of them. And I think these are good people. And of course, in the front, yes, where's Lawrence here, but not, where's Frank now? Where's your husband? There's your husband. Come, Lauren, come join your husband. Come join your husband. Give the Lord a praise offering. Amen. I don't want to, if we start ministering to people, have anybody here pray for anybody or speak to anybody or counsel anybody if they're not full of the Holy Spirit. Do you agree with me? I want quality prayer for the people. So in this night, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, quality prayer. Sunday night is the night of fire. It's 2024 on fire night. And we will then address anything else that remains over. But we'll stay. The demons must go. Shackles and burdens must go. The demons must go. Can you say amen? amen. How many of you still love Jesus in this place? Give Jesus a praise offering, everybody. Wave with your hand and give the Lord a praise offering. A wave offering. Hallelujah, Jesus. All right. Now, I think I need some ushers here. Thank you, Olaf. I need, would you just step a little bit more forward and spread out to the corner there? I stopped counting you. Okay. I want you to hold your hands. I want that oil, please. Where's the oil? Somebody bring me the oil. Thank you. All right. That's not you. Tonight is the opening night of praying for these people. I believe that when you receive their prayers in the week, it'll be quality prayers. I said quality prayers. How many of you want the fire of God in your favor? You see, He will sweep the enemies in front of you away because He moves as a fire ahead of you. You know, somebody actually one day prophesied that to me. He said, when you walk into the door, the fire of God will sweep the place clean because the power of God is going to burn on you like never before. And He did. I told you tonight. Just the thing I've experienced, maybe it's unique, but it was there. Amen. Right? Right. Okay. Now she will be praying for people tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give me a hand. In Jesus' name, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let the fire of God come into your hands now. Let the fire of God come upon you and within you and burn on the inside of you this night in Jesus' name. Let the fire of God burn on this young man, this young youth pastor, and burn on him in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let the fire of God come upon his wife and burn in Jesus' name, lighting the flame of God and direction and wisdom and discernment and understanding these things of the Holy Spirit that's so important. Let the fire of God come upon these ministers. Let the fire of God be in their hands tonight in Jesus' mighty name. In their hands, in Jesus' mighty name. There we are, in Jesus' mighty name. Fire of God in your hands, in Jesus' mighty name. Fire in Jesus' mighty name. I give you glory, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Quickly give the Lord another praise offering in this place. Now, in the name of Jesus, baptize them with the Holy Spirit and fire. In Jesus' mighty name. The fire of God come upon you. In the name of Jesus. Now, in Jesus' name, the fire of God come upon you, George, in the name of Jesus. Now, in the name of Jesus, the fire of God come upon you, Hester. Yes, tonight is a very special night because it's a turning point for you in your life. And the Lord is doing a reset on you. He's doing a reset 
and he's doing a refocus and he's cause, causing his fire to burn on you and you will find the things that you wanted today you won't want tomorrow and the things you wanted tomorrow you won't want the following day and slowly the Lord is meeting with you now in this week in Jesus mighty name and Hichu oh yes raise your hands Hichu there's the fire it's burning on this guy in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name now in the name of Jesus I give you glory Lord I give you glory Lord the fire of God is here upon these people I give you glory you want the fire you want the fire there's the fire you want the fire feel the fire of the Holy Ghost tonight in this place in Jesus mighty name you want the fire you want the fire are you hungry for that how many of you are hungry for the fire tonight in this place you want the fire in Jesus mighty name you want the fire right now put the fire in the hands put the fire in the heart in Jesus name oh yes Lord there is the fire of the Holy Spirit coming upon us now in Jesus name in Jesus name now in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name now in the name of Jesus Dr. Dennis in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of everybody say in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. There's power in the, do you believe there's power in the name of Jesus? Everybody say in the name of Jesus. Yes, that's right. That's right. In the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. All right, now, dear friends, give God one more praise offering. Now to start off with, those tonight in this place, I will select as I go along because I have got to pray to a lot of people and maybe whatever the Lord tells me to say. Anybody with a bad habit, with an addiction, with a, a form of obsessive compulsive behavior, just foul and unclean habits, foul things that are bugging you or luggage that are keeping you back from progressing spiritually or anything of the like, if there's any form of any bondage, addiction, any problem in your life, you want that problem solved right here on the first Sunday night. Somanet, no. Then don't even hesitate. Let the pastors go down and face the audience. Let them go down and face the audience. Just right now, in Jesus' name. You want God to bring you into that fire? How many of you want that fire? I said, how many of you want the fire of the Holy Spirit? How many of you really want the fire of the Holy Spirit? How many of you want to be a success even in this week of consecration? How many of you want new inspiration for the rest of the week? How many of you want to look at the year and you want to be inspired about the year? Then I think it's time for you to run to the front as fast as you can get to any of these pastors. Let them just spread out a little bit. They are full of the Spirit. I will be helping them. But first, come forward. Come out. The power of God is here. The power of God is upon them. Come now. Tell them whatever it is, if it's necessary. Let a man go to a man, if necessary, and a woman to a woman. If you have women problems of any kind or men problems of any kind or bad habits of such, then you just go to one of the men or one of the women according to your choice. And if you have any form of addiction, any form of bondage, then you go forward and you say, Lord, I need your help and I need it now. Let the band begin to play in the, in the background and not overwhelming sound, just keep it there so that we can minister to the people. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can you say amen, everybody? Mm -hmm. Okay.
Shaku, Shella Barbados, the Faber Barbadatama. Church, it is highly, highly important for every person. You will see in this week, the anointing is increasing and increasing and increasing. And we have experienced in our lives, because we have taken such events serious, that we need to be in the place of the fire. You need to come to the fire. Then the fire will go with you. It is highly, highly important to take your family, to get your friends here, to get as many people as you can to the fire because God is about to move in this place like never before. Let's give the Lord a praise offering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are not keeping you because we know that there's a week ahead of us. So please, all of you, raise your hands in the presence of God. Father God, thank you for this powerful anointing in this place. Thank you that in this week, we are going to see many, many miracles. We are going to see the enemy flee. We are going to see breakthroughs, O oh God. Therefore, O oh God, the anointing that destroys the yoke is in this place and it manifests by the power of your Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Now, please go in the peace of God. May God be with you and keep you and make His face to shine upon you. We love you. Amen. And everybody say, Amen. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.